WIFA Waves is brought to you by, actually, this is an opportunity. Right now, WIFA Waves is offering commercial spots to your organization. Contact us at askwifa at womeninfitness.org and let's share your platform with our audience. I am Lindsay Rainwater, founder and CEO of the Women in Fitness Association. And I'm Morgan Hills Adetoye, director of all things WIFA. And this is WIFA Waves, the sound waves of your career. A podcast devoted to supporting the who, what, and how of your career trajectory. We got you. Let's ride these waves together. Yeah, let's do it. Today on the WIFA Waves podcast, we have the great pleasure of speaking with the one and only Tiffany Vandemark. She is a absolute powerhouse coming to us from Florida in the USA, where she manages her company, Vandermark Partners. She offers corporate brand empowerment, marketing, business consulting. She's got two doggies. Winston and Wilson, I love those names. And she understands very well what it's like to be an executive in a male-dominated corporate world, which makes you a perfect guest star for today's um, today's uh, I almost said webinar. It's a podcast. <laughs> um, she struggled with two marriages, one being to, married to the WWE superstar Ric Flair. And she learned how to survive through an abusive relationship, forgive and then live afterwards. So she has a story to tell, and I know she's going to walk us through a bunch of marketing goodies. So Tiffany, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, ladies. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. I'm looking forward to this. Yes. Mm-hmm. And our, the question we always start with is your WIFA story, because that's this is the podcast we're on. This is for women in fitness. So tell us, what is your WIFA story? So it's so um, amazing to me because I was actually introduced to WIFA through a referral um, to do marketing consulting. And before I ever even contacted you guys, I looked on your website and you had me at Together We Are Unstoppable. I think, you know, as soon as I heard, and, and yeah, right? Woohoo! And as soon as I heard about the WIFA lead, um, group, I signed up day one. As soon as I went through the, um, you know, even though I was coming on as a consultant, I looked into what you were doing, signed up. This is before I ever even had my first call with them because I was like, no matter what they do, hire me or not, I want to be part of this. I want to be part of their organization. And this team of women and the members are exactly what they say they are. And then I'm truly blessed to be here. I have a group, I started a group called Stand Up for a Sister. And to me, that's what WIFA is all about. It's really cool. I'm, I'm curious about Stand Up for a Sister before I go on to the next question. Yeah. <laughs> can you tell a little bit more about that? I can, you know, I was listening to, I actually, I did a virtual event with Rachel Hollis. And one of the most amazing things she did during this RISE event was have, there was, you know, 200 women in this, they were live, they were in person. And she said, right, she had a whole list of like 40 things 
that, you know, I was molested, I have been abused, I was addicted to drugs, I'm divorced, blah, blah, blah. And you took checked anything that, uh, that related to you. And everybody just kind of looked around at each other. And then she said, if you can't stand up for yourself, stand up for your sister. So you folded it all up and you passed it to the right, to the left, forward, back, all around the room. So you didn't know who had what. So she started reading the list and everyone, whoever's paper you had, you stood up for them. And I went, oh my gosh, I cannot believe she didn't trademark this stand up for a sister. And I was like, that's exactly what it means. If you can't stand up for yourself, stand up for your sister. That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. Thank you. Head to toe goosebumps, head to toe goosebumps. Yeah, no, that, that, that I was just Ooh. like, it, good, good thing we're not doing cameras on because I'm going to tear up a little bit. Well, you know what? And I tell people this all the time. I, and I've coached men and women. I do motivational speaking, but to me, my goal is to empower women because empowered women empower men. We oh, empower yeah. each other and then we empower men and we need them in our life. So I think that's, you know, I'm, I'm all about it. Absolutely. Okay. And now, now let's dig in. Let's actually turn the, turn the clock back um, and tell us about your early childhood, your first memory or what your parents told you about what you played with when you were little. Um, that that's super relevant for us because that we see a link between your, your early childhood and how it informs your adult life and adult career decisions. So tell us story time. Oh, great. I love talking about this. So my mom, my parents were divorced when I was really young. I was three and I have two sisters and an older brother, my little five foot tall mama raised us all by herself. And she taught us, she got her master's degree when she was 40. She was working full-time and making sure she kept the family together. And she taught us to stick up for ourselves and stick up for our sisters that no is not an option. And that has been the foundation of my life. Ladies, it has cost me some trouble with men, but it has really <laughs> stood me strong in the business world as I have been an executive surrounded by men and trying to navigate what that looks like by one of my favorite books is act like a lady, think like a man. And I don't use that for dating. I use that in business because I still want to be a lady. And my mom, I have a Southern mama who lives on a farm and still puts her makeup on to feed her horses. And so she's always been a lady, but she will make sure that she sticks up for herself and taught us to do the same. Now, in, in terms of birth order, just curious, where, where are you? I'm in the middle. So I have an older brother, an older sister, it's me, and then a little sister. I say little, we're, we're all adults now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it, it, like, well, that, that's the thing. Once, once they're little sister, they're, they're always little sister. Always going to be. Now, are you, are you all taller than your mom? Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, still, I swear I was, I was like, mom, are you sure I wasn't adopted, but we're all blonde hair, blue eyes. She, and she has dark hair and dark eyes, but she is like a little powerhouse, but yes, we're all taller than her. <laughs> so I'm so curious. So that the way that that kind of cauterized in your mind and the behaviors as a young woman, 
How did that then parlay itself into some of your career highlights that you, you know, can recognize like, oh yeah, there's that little girl showing up as an executive. Like talk to us about your career highlights. Ah, so that's exciting to me. And it, it is so relevant because the one thing that stuck in my mind and my mom, one of the things, one of my mission, my mission statement is uh, let me take you on adventure an adventure, but that comes from life is either a daring adventure or it's nothing at all by Helen Keller taught to me by my Southern five foot mama. (laughs) And so life has always been an adventure for me. I used to think I was a jack of all trades and kind of worried when someone saw my resume or my background, but I've really embraced all of the different professional experiences and it's made me an unbelievable asset for any company or individual for coaching because I have had such a diverse background. I've owned my own business, I've worked for corporations, so I've been on both sides. And that never take no for an answer attitude has led me to reinvent myself on a regular basis for, you know, I was this, then I was this, and then I was this. And to learn to really embrace those, each and every one of them make us us. So I started, my background started in health and fitness. Uh, It took me 10 years to get my college degree because my freshman year, it's the first time I've been around boys and totally played and was on the uh, academic, you know, bad list. And so my mom was like, that's it. You know, she's raising four kids and she's like, I paid for your first year, we're done. And so I had to pay for my own school. So I went to school, I worked, I went to school. So it took me, I wasn't going to my 10 year reunion unless I had my degree. So I finally got my degree in in health promotion and kinesiology. And while all my other peers were waiting tables and doing other things, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I volunteered at a bunch of different places and figured out that I love fitness and that I wanted to make money. So how can I figure that out? So I started personal training and then I started my own personal training company. Um, The guy I worked for, I actually took everything that he taught me and I went to another facility and did it myself. And five years later, that guy was working for me. So it was a really fun. So that's how I started. I started with my own personal training company and I started doing fitness competitions during that time as well. And I, those go together because I was a very, I had 17 male trainers and only one other female. It was really hard to find. And this was 20 years ago, hard to find some really strong uh, female trainers and I was doing fitness competitions. I was a nationally ranked fitness competitor because I was going to be so strong inside and out that nothing could hurt me. And that, you know, really led to owning my worth and sharing that with, with other women. So I went from fitness to, um, several different things, but I stayed in fitness for years and um, moved to California, sold my business, and I worked for Tony, a Tony Robbins company for a few months, which was amazing, doing motivational speaking and being part of his event group. That led to, I worked for It's Just Lunch, which is a dating service. I opened up franchises for them all over the world, all over the country. 
And uh, uh, I was the head trainer at FDU, First State University, ladies. That was a good time. <laughs> that led to moving. I wanted to come back home. So I came back home um, and I actually did fitness again. I've, I've fallen back on personal training many times because it's something that I knew I could make money at and I knew I loved. That led to Chobani. Chobani was one of the funnest jobs I've ever had. It was such an unbelievable um, company, such an unbelievable corporate culture. I was the uh, VP of sales uh, executive coach and trainer. They flew me around to do sales meetings and boot camps, team building, and work the events. And then one day Hamdi was like, what, what can we do to get you to work for us? So I said, I own my own business. And, and he said, well, I don't care what you do, bring her on. So I said, okay, I want to start my wellness, Chobani Fit. So I utilized all my network in fitness over the years at the IDEA summits, you doing continuing education at URSA. And at that time, Chobani was so hot, you could have called anybody and they'd have been like, yeah. So I'm really the trailblazer that brought food into the fitness events. So None of the events had ever had food. Idea, Ursa, none of them have ever had any food products until Chobani. So we did full sampling and really was a trailblazer for moving forward. They now have entire sections that are totally geared towards nutrition and food. So I feel uh, extremely uh, grateful to be a part of that process and, and, and two unbelievable organizations. And I've created a huge network from that. And then that led to um, different marketing positions and healthcare to starting my own business. I was like, if I can do this for other people, I can do it for myself. So I took all of the network of vetted partners I had worked for over the years, and I started my own business called Vandemar Partners. So I do the business development. I find out what the client needs, and then I pick the team that works best for them. And with that, I do a lot of business, uh, executive coaching, advising. Um, so that's where I'm at today. All of those things really have contributed to so much of what I offer as a company now. I, I, I hear the synthesis of everything that, that you've done come together in the Vandermark Partners. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. But like you, you, you piqued my interest at first date university. So like, before we go to the next question, like what, what, what piece of advice do you train people on when they go to, like, what, what's the essence that people have to come out of first state university with to graduate? Well, you know, what's interesting. This was, gosh, I don't, I'm aging myself right now, but I'm totally cool with it. Um, <laughs> This was probably, gosh, 20 years ago. And this was before I thought I had to be in person to sell because I can sell the socks off of you if I'm in, yeah. you're not going to say no. But it's just lunch the sales over the phone. So 90% of the sales over the phone, if you got them to come in, they were done. And the biggest thing with, with it's just lunch and the dating was really understanding that it's such an emotional thing. And really understanding what that person was looking for and help guiding them and coaching them to, you know, first of all, we wanted them to buy in and be a member. But the second thing is to really open their horizons. You'd be shocked and scandalized on the narrow minded 
you know, I only want this, this, and this, and this. I'm 55 and I've been divorced with kids, but I want someone that's never been married. And we're like, good luck with that. And really gently, you know, guiding them through the process of opening it up. And if you're looking for true love, because it wasn't cheap, you know, it was expensive back then to have 12 dates, right? You're just meeting for lunch or, or drinks, but really coaching these women on how to listen and ask really good questions, which really led to my coaching certification and, and my passion in coaching. Did that answer yeah. that? No, you totally, totally did. And like, I, I mean, just because you have, you have such a, a vast experience in your, in your life and in your work, um, like, I think, I think you've done one of the, one of the bucket list things that, that many women I know have on their, on their wish list, and that's writing a book. So, um, of course, uh, I think some people know about it, but not everybody. So it would be really cool if you told the audience a little bit more about your, your book and your story, and maybe your process to, to getting to the writing. Yeah. So this was such a, um, I've, First thing I want to share is that I'm a survivor, thriver, and warrior of domestic violence. And I wrote this book and I had a lot of therapy. And to get out of that situation, it took my faith in God, my family, my support system, and an unbelievable therapist. And she suggested I start writing. And I was like, okay, it was like a journal, you know, just to let things go. That turned into, and I was married to a celebrity, um, Ric Flair, but that's, that's, he's just a small part of the story. It's so much about, you know, overcoming and most important forgiveness. And I wrote this book to forgive and Rick was the easy part to forgive. It was to forgive myself for being in that position and the years that I was there and what, you know, what I dealt with and writing this book, the process of it, and actually publishing it, it was a five-year deal for me because I wanted to do it in a place of, of a place of not of being bitter or angry or disappointed. I stuck to my mission, and this is what we're going to be talking about in business. My mission was to share my story so that other women know and feel good sharing theirs because I truly believe our voices can change the world. But writing this book set me free. It set me free. Now I'm a, literally an open book where I was so guarded. If you read my book, you're now my best friend. You know me intimately. You know, I've had friends that read my book and were like, Tiffany, I've known you for 20 years and didn't even know that. I'm like, I don't share that. Mm -hmm. But if you take the time to read my book, it is so that every, and I have details in there that I didn't want to share, but Rick had, it's, it was out there. And I went, you know what, if this is going to help another woman get through what she is dealing with, and it's not just domestic violence, we survive marriage, we survive death of a parent, a child, we survive our kids going to college, we survive so many things. And it's important for us to share our story and find that support and know that there's an amazing life on the other side. Absolutely. Can you, can you tell us where we can find your book and what it's called? Absolutely. So my book is so, 
my sister helped me with this. It's called, because I was married to a professional wrestler, we came up with Inside the Ring. And it's not just the wrestling ring. It's the wedding ring. It's the ring of life. So it's called Inside the Ring, From Tap Out to Champion. And you can get it on Amazon.com. And you can either type in Tiffany Vandymark or Inside the Ring, or go to my website, TiffanyVandymark.com. And there's a whole section on Buy Now. Mm. We will link it too in the show notes. Right. Thank we'll you. Grab it because it's. I think you 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 hit on something really important, which is the your capacity to share openly really does speak to the healing process. And you, I know for myself, I know when I'm able to talk about something kind of blase fair that I've done the work that I'm on the other side. If it doesn't have a grip on me anymore. And I'm able to just talk about it to the same extent that I would. Yeah, the sky is blue. That's when I know like, okay, I'm in a healed place around this and I can talk about it. And I know that that probably informs so many areas of your life. And the WIFA community gets to hear from you again in the April um, retreat. So I want to, I would love to hear a little bit more about the things that you're going to talk about at that meeting and how your experience writing your book and uh, everything you did with Shobani and just the trailblazer that you are, how is that all going to piece together when you share with us again? Um, Yeah. So, you know, the one thing I wanted to make sure I shared with you too, I had an unbelievable coach and mentor, and I just went through a certification to be a certified speaker for the National um, Coalition for Domestic Violence. And Mildred Muhammad, which I could tell you so much about her, was was our coach and instructor. She said, when you can tell your story without crying, you've healed. And one of the first things that she did, we had a five minute tell your story and all of us cried. And I was like, oh my God, how do I do that? And I've spoken before and haven't cried. So I'm like, what is happening right now? I think that it's, you're always healing, right? I think um, her point was, and when I do speaking engagements, it's you want to look at someone up there going, holy crap, she's been through a bunch and she came out on the other side. Look at her. And I love for people to underestimate me or judge me. It's like, oh, look at that cute little blonde, you know, blah, blah, blah. You have no idea what people have been through. You don't know their story. You have no idea. So I love surprising people and watching their face go, oh my gosh. So I think we're always healing. So sorry, I, I know I got sidetracked, but I think that's such an important part just to, for what you said. Um, I'm really excited for the event in April to really share with women, not just unbelievable marketing tips, because there's you know so many things I could talk to you about branding and marketing and three very specific things that I talk to or I coach my CEOs and founders Um, of large companies and startups. There are very specific reasons I get hired and there are very specific reasons I coach them through things. But the other thing I want to share with women is truly embrace your experiences because every single one of those have made me, me. They make you, you. Good, bad, ugly, it doesn't matter. All of those have come together to make Tiffany, Tiffany. And that's an opportunity for me to share with them. And look at experiences that I've got friends that are like, oh, I I can't leave my job. I can't do this. Well, guess what? 2020 has pushed us all out of our comfort zone. 
And this is an opportunity to, I love the lead group that the WEFA lead group that I'm involved in with you guys, because as a coach, this is, I'm being coached. I'm having to dig deep and look at myself and find out what my strengths are, what my weaknesses and how to really take everything, everything that I've learned professionally and find out what it is I want to do. And I want to encourage other women to do the same and also give them very important business tips, to be clear. <laughs> one, of the, one of the things that I, that I noticed um, this month, our, our theme is we have uh, content themes uh, every month of the year based on like the, the top skills that women need to advance their career. So our, our, our theme this month is uh, building your revenue stream. And I, I started like sourcing articles for our toolkit uh, a few weeks ago about, you know, sales skills. And there is not, you cannot find too many uh, female produced or written tips about selling. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like it's, it's totally an opportunity. Oh, that's really awesome because there's, that's great to know. And you know, it's funny. One of the things I tell people, I've done 18 startups now with companies and I tell them to hire what you don't know, hire what you don't know, because, oh, I had my cousin do that. The first thing I said is, how's that working for you? (laughs) And I'm being gentle and graceful about it, but, oh, I had my cousin, my sister's brother's boyfriend do my website. Awesome. Are you happy with it? Right? So there are plenty of ways to creatively and within a budget, make things look right. You know, my mom always said, fake it till you make it. I believe fake it till you become it. And I will always, I hired a career coach because I was getting my resume together and I was all over the place. 2020 gave me a runaround and in such a positive way, but there was certainly roller coasters in it for me and everybody else. But I'm like, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm bipolar right now. I'm like one day I'm this one day I'm that. And I need to really focus and hone in because I've had to start my business over again and pivot and recreate and reinvent. And it's given me an unbelievable opportunity to go, Tiffany, what do you really want to do? And I didn't know, I'll tell you anything about SEO and analytics. And she's like, Tiffany, your resume, you're getting turned down by things because of keyword searches and um, algorithms and your LinkedIn. And I went, holy cow, had no idea. So she was amazing. And that's another thing I want to share. There's so many things at our fingertip. And I think that's what appealed to me so much about the WIFA being a member is to tap into those resources and our network of women that are more than happy to share. I've had women reach out to me from our, you know, our first meeting and go, how did you get into marketing and how do I market my business? And we're more than happy to support each other in that. Yep. Yep. That is such the heart center of WIFA, which is that the collaboration is what speeds up our capacity for outcomes. Because if, if you can support someone with a little bit of information that you know, and then you share with her, she shares with you all of a sudden it magnifies the results. And so I would, um, I just, I thank you for acknowledging that. It's such an important keystone of what WIFA does and it's, it is what's gonna change the world. 
Absolutely. So yes, ma'am. Uh, let's do this. Let's do some fun rapid fire questions. Let's let our audience learn a little bit more about the behind the scenes, Tiffany. Uh, I know you're, you, you live in Florida. You, um, you know, you've got an awesome tan, by the way. I know this is audio, but I tell you what, it is so pretty down here. I just funded a post, make America, Florida. (laughs) I really do have it so made. I thank God every day. I'm paddle boarding in January, right? And it's just that pretty. Oh, well, (laughs) Ella, so to that extent, what is your um, current favorite beauty regimen or product or item that you love? Okay. So, um, I am going to be 52 this summer and I am really careful with my skin because I have been a lifeguard. I have been out in the sun my whole life. So I'm crazy, crazy person with sunscreen. I know I have a tan, but this is, I lather up on Alba. I love the Alba um, sunblock and um, sun bum, but I wear a hat and I make sure that I'm sunscreened even when I'm running because it's just every, you know, everywhere we go. So that's important. I, I hate wearing makeup. I always have hated wearing makeup. It drives my mom crazy. And I'm, thank you God that I can get away with it. So I've got a, um, and what the heck is the name of the brand? It's a base makeup that has it's tinted moist it's a tinted um base with sunscreen in it gosh i cannot believe i don't know the name but my color is fine if that helps and legit it's that mascara and my sugar lip gloss it also has 15 spf in it okay Mm-hmm. Those are my favorite things. I'm pretty simple, guys. I can relate. <laughs> okay. Um, my questions are, uh, I've got three. Uh, when's your birthday? My birthday is August 18th. I'm a Leo. Okay. That's where, that's where I was going. No, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you a, a sweet or a salty girl? Gosh. Do you have to, or do I really have to pick? That could be option C. Do I really have to pick? Yeah, I'm kind of a combination, really. I, I'm not a dessert person. I love chocolate, but okay. I kind of like the the combination. Okay. If, if you had to give one of them up permanently, would you be able to pick? I don't think so. That would be tough. <laughs> I think I would have to give up sweet. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like it though, just to be clear. No, no, no. I, I would give up salt like in a, <laughs> in a second. Um, okay. Last, last question is if you could go back in time 20 years and give your self advice, knowing what you know now, can you distill it down? Like, and, and you only have 30 seconds to pass on this information. Okay. This is so funny. And it hit me. My eyes are watering. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I would make sure and tell her that she's worth it. Mm. I would make sure every day to look in the mirror and tell her, I love you and make sure you take care of yourself and know your worth because you, you know, I tell my clients, put on your mask before you put on anyone else. And I would go back 20 years and go, Tiffany, make sure you know you're worth it. Mm. 
awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's what a, I, I think we just, that's a fabulous note to wrap up. It's <laughs> like the best, um, the best advice. So Tiffany, thank you for being thank with us Thank you today. both so much. And I'm so excited to be a part of WIFA and a part of this event. I cannot wait to share more nuggets and takeaways and things that all of you ladies can use on a regular basis. Yeah. So tell everyone where they can find you on the internet. Absolutely. It's going to be really tough, ladies. TiffanyVandymark.com. And let me spell that for you because everyone always sneaks an R in there. T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-V-A-N-D-E-M-A-R-K.com. And on Instagram, it's Tiffany Vandymark as well. Perfect. I love it. Well, you heard it here first. Go follow Tiffany on Instagram. Stay tuned. You will see her on the meeting coming up in a couple of weeks. Thank you for being here with us today and being part of the community, Tiffany. And with that, everyone have a magical day.